Welcome to Tell You Later, the show about everything and nothing. And now, here they are, Will Ryan and Katie Lee. Sincere thanks to all those who support us on Patreon. See the full list at the end of the show. By the way, there's always room for more. I'm Snowman, and when I'm not doing impressions, I'm watching Tell You Later. We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute. Nonetheless, a melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Cause it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. (laughs) Welcome back to Tell You Later with my special guest, Townsend Coleman. We're just talking about blemishes. No, well, those unsightly blemishes, you know, the the pimple on prom night that you get right Yeah, remember that commercial? I'm a lonely pimple, as lonely as can be. Don't cry, pimple, I'll keep you company. Do you remember this? No. Hey, brother, pimple, will three be a crowd? (laughs) All together, pimple, sing real loud. (laughs) It was like for Clarisil or something. So, so they were singing, that was a commercial. And, singing and dancing pimples. Yeah, it was okay. like how they spread and all that. But I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you can you imagine but being you know, on the pitch for that commercial? Okay, so we're gonna have these singing, singing pimples. pimples. Yeah, and they're gonna sing, and they're gonna be blemishes dancing all over the face. <laughs> they and they're, did. And they're, gonna, and they're gonna talk all about how they spread. And I don't the, and the, know if it was on and camera the greasy, or radio. Dirty, oh, but I'm gonna look it up because right. now you can find all your old commercials and stuff, and we'll talk about that. But first, I want to thank all our patrons who've been so supportive during this time. Um, I'm thankful that you're here Thank you. and and sharing your stories so we can sort of celebrate what Will's meant to us and and talk about how he's, you know, influenced us and and then what happened after that. So influenced and inspired. Yeah. Uh, Will Will was always a great inspiration to virtually anybody who worked with. We're talking about our co-host, Will Ryan, who we started the show with. Yep. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, we lost Will. just recently and that was a huge it was a huge loss um for not only us personally but for our community and uh because he was he was he uh, will was really a um a trailblazer i think because he was a, a he was a genuine renaissance man uh wasn't he <laughs> yes I, mean, I, I can't think of anybody else that i know who was more of a, a true renaissance man than will ryan was uh, and he was so talented and so smart, and um, I mean, in, in, in a in a way, intimidatingly so. But because he was so gentle, um, you, you 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 never felt, well, at least I never felt, you know, stupid around him. I was just always fascinated, absolutely fascinated by all the stuff that he managed to park in his brain somehow, right? Because he was a walking, talking encyclopedia. Pretty much. 
but of which is why we started this show. Even I had a little segment. What's in Katie's lunchbox? I figured whatever I pulled out, it could be he, an envelope. He, it could he be, was going to have a story so, about something it. to say about it. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. So anyway, yeah, this is in uh, in great tribute to Will because uh, Will was really instrumental in my life um, early on, and and one of the cool things because uh, Will. Uh, as we had talked about before, was instrumental in getting me to move out to Los Angeles. Once I moved out here and I ended up breaking into cartoons just by a fluke, um, one of the very early cartoons I worked on, I worked on with Will. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a show called Teen Wolf, and I played the lead in that, Scott <laughs> Howard, who was the Teen Wolf. And You're a werewolf? I was a werewolf. How did you howl? Did you howl? Uh, uh, yeah, good. actually. You still got it. I still got it, baby. Oh, Wolfman Jack, look out. Wolfman Jack. <laughs> More of the show is coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. And now back to the show. Um... But, uh, yeah, and Will was on the show. Well, yeah. Uh, along with June Foray. Wow. June played my grandmother. And that was your first show? That's it wasn't pretty... my first one. It was one of the, the very lead. early shows that I did, and especially as the lead. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah, so getting to work with Will uh, was just, it was great fun. And then I got a chance to do, uh, a number of years later, um, the voice of a little character named Tom Fool, who was like the... Um, it was almost like the narrator uh, going through, who was through the story of Alice through the looking glass. I'm going to look for these pictures, so hopefully we'll be able to show what okay. these characters Yeah, and Alice through the looking glass was, uh, was uh, one of the very first animated features um, of, uh, of the story. And had really a star-studded cast, and and I'm not saying that because I was in it. I, I was the the least of these so-called stars, but I mean we had Phyllis Diller, Jonathan Winters, Mr. T. Isn't that the best? It was it was they and and I think Will had something to do with the casting too. Really? Yeah, because he wrote all the music for it and did one of the characters in it, and uh, it was just a fascinating and uh, and and fun. A project to do but so I got to sing two of Will's songs I was gonna ask you if you are a singer because I figured you are a singer too probably I'm a singer ish singing okay? character I'm a, I'm a sing I'm a singer light yes I can sing in character uh -huh. is what it is um, but I wouldn't I do not consider myself a singer um, I can sing well enough to sing. You can sing if they pay you. I can sing, sing if they pay me. We, we can <laughs> sing if you pay us. And I'll sing Happy Birthday. Yeah. But uh, how fun! You got to sing two songs. Two, two, two of Will's songs. Yeah. That was, that was so crazy. And you know, Katie, uh, last week. Um, well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, so um, shortly before Will passed away, and we got a chance to go visit him at the hospital. Uh, I have on my phone those two songs, 
And so I was Did able to play him for Will and oh. to see just the joy on his face. And he just, he listened. He was wrapped. I mean, completely um, ensnared by, you know, this image on, on my phone and listening to these songs that he'd written. And he was going like this. Yeah. And singing along with him. It was, it was beautiful. Um, yeah. And, and then of course, getting to work with Will on Adventures in Odyssey for, well, he, he, he you and he were in it from the very beginning. Right. Well, I, I met you at the voice caster. I think that's where I first met you. A place well, in our first, our first job, because where I remember meeting you was not at the voice caster, but I remember meeting you uh, working on, um, Glow Friends Safe Christmas. Right. We worked together. But I would see you, we'd go to this place called the Voice Caster right. to audition. Right. And Townsend, who I like to refer to as Dorian Gray, <laughs> who who looked like he was 18 and, and Seth told me, you probably don't even remember this, he had four kids. I'm like, what? How is that even possible? Because <laughs> you always just represent uh, quite well. And he, he just this young guy, couldn't believe, he, you know, he had this family. So, yeah, um, and we talked in passing over there. We didn't work together, but yeah, and then mm -hmm. Glow Friends that, what, Pat Fraley used to like to refer to as Glow Maggots. Glow Maggots. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that's Pat. Right. <laughs> but do you remember that, that first session that we worked on, the Glow Friends Save Christmas? And you remember Carol O'Connor played Santa? Yeah. Yeah. And you remember Lorenzo Music playing that moose? <laughs> and do you remember just a quick voiceover story here because th this is so indicative of our business but Lorenzo was if, if, so if Lorenzo never... music did he do Garfield he was Garfield. Garfield's voice he also was an amazing writer and musician too right. he created he the Carl Rhoda show and he was Carlton the doorman and he created Rhoda on Rhoda right yeah and and so he had a very distinctive unique voice one voice. one voice that's all he did so at this session he has to play this moose and of course everybody who knows him figures he's just going to be lorenzo music doing this moose which is what he did and when he opened his mouth to, at the recording session to do this character it's like everybody busted up because you just knew that that's what this moose was going to sound like well then you hear the talk back come from the control room and it's the writer or the producer uh, the director saying, um, yeah, that's good, but could you sound more moose-like? <laughs> and everybody just looked at each other and said, more moose-like? He's Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo go, Mo. Yeah, so he tried to lower it. He tried to make it higher. He tried to just switch it up somehow. But Lorenzo Music had one voice. It's like all he did. It's like you don't ask Lorenzo Music to try and switch it up and sound more moose-like. Yeah, and, and then they did the exact same thing with Carol O'Connor. Because Carol O'Connor, as Archie Bunker, of course, he when he when I don't know if you remember this, but when he did his first read-through, he did it like he, he was Archie Bunker. Oh, how, as Santa? As Santa. Yeah, and everybody busted up. Ho, We're ho, all like, ho. yeah, <laughs> eat it, it. Ho, ho, eat ho. it, ho, 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 and and it was hilarious. And of course, I was hoping he—that's how he would end up doing it. And of course, they said, "No, could you be more Santa-like?" <laughs> and you go, "Why do you get Carol O'Connor to do something when?" So the voice he ended up doing was just a real vanilla, generic Santa. Ho, ho, ho. 
you know. And but his like, name was associated with the exactly. show, and that is even that's more the, important these days. And that was the selling point. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. anyway, that but was girlfriend safe Christmas. That's, that's what how, the kind of the fun part of of our job, though, especially when we were starting out and having celebrities come in, and all of a sudden we're all working together, and it's a very level playing field, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. Glow Friends Save Christmas. And then they did a series, but they, mm -hmm. they don't really have our names in the credits on that show. Have you? Because we, we were trying to figure out. Well, they, they we're, what? no, we're on there. We're on there. But it doesn't say which bug we were, which glow bug. You know, yeah. you can't. Do you remember which glow bug you were? No. You don't? <laughs> do you? Yeah. I well, was, you do not. I, yeah, I do, because I wasn't a glow bug. I was oh. the dragonfly. Oh. I was a. Oh, yeah, that's I had to do, awesome. do you remember I had to do that? That's yeah. so good. You have a good memory. Why, thank you. You have a very good memory. I All I remember is I thought I need to get Townsend on Adventures in Odyssey. And I bugged you for a long time. Yeah, you did. Until it finally happened. And actually, you know the reason it happened. I'm going to have to give Mr. Willio a little credit. Billy from Cleveland. Because he was very instrumental in turning our show into a union gig. I know he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was like solely responsible, I think. Him and Paul Hurlinger. Oh, really? Yeah, they had something to do with it. But he was a big part of it. And uh, I won't tell that story now. Maybe I'll tell you later some other time. But Tell you later. You see what she just I did? Just, I just flipped that in there. <laughs> I just flipped that in there. Yep. Oh, now I lost my... Wait a minute. My train of thought has been derailed. Hold on. I was wondering when this would figure prominently into this story. It's for my train of thought. Um, oh. Da -da -da oh, so Odyssey. So then finally. Oh, look at me. You have a sticker on you. Were you made in? I was made in China. China. Right there. Oh. Nobody ever told me that. How about and, that? Yeah, and these aren't the days to start making jokes about that. So no, I'm not so gonna. let's move on. Uh, however, <laughs> so that's what got you on Odyssey. So when you were able to participate, you did. And that was a huge coup for me because I love working with my friends. Yeah. And people that I admire. And I, I think we can say on the show we share the same faith. Yeah. And, and yep. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and, of course, Odyssey, people appreciate that very much, yeah. too. Yeah. So, and that was 1994. Hmm. That's when I started on the show. Wow. Because Hal Smith had passed away, and they didn't think they were going to replace uh, Wit. Right. So they created two new characters, the character of Jason, who is Wit's son, and, and then Wit's uh, boyhood friend, Jack Allen, who was voiced by Alan Young. And, and so we great. were the two we were the two characters that were supposed to replace kind of replace wit the the younger impulsive you know adventuresome and side Connie thought you were very cute I have to say well Connie had good taste yes and, and I know a lot of the fans would say hey why didn't because everybody well, wants Connie to get together with somebody right and but apparently your character's way too old for me well I think he is mm. yeah and now he's near 90. <laughs> it's really hard to tell. In Odyssey land, it's it's a crazy right. mixed up timeline. So is Jason still 32, really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but you still sound 32, and that's the main thing. So speaking of sounding. Yes. 
I understand that you can sound like one of the original Ninja Turtles because you were one. Do that. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that because all I have to say to you is you are like totally mondo bodacious. <laughs> Whoa. Come on. Little turtle high three right here. Ready? One, two, three. And you got to give it to me with a cowabunga. All right. Here we go. She's going to do it. I can feel it in my bones. Here it comes. One, two, three. Cowabunga! Dude, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that was awesome. You, you know, do you think, let me ask you. Now, ask away. let's be very objective. Yes, indeed. Do you possibly think that Crush was patterned after your character on the Turtles? More of the show is coming up right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now back to the show. Crush, crush from Finding, is it Finding Nemo? Is that what, you know, Crush the Turtle? Oh, somebody, yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but somebody has mentioned that to me before, and I have no idea. Because I understand he sounds... Does your turtle have so, a last name? No, uh, no, it could, maybe it was Michael Angelo. Michael Angelo. <laughs> Probably that's it, Michael. Yeah. Well, that was his middle name. But that's yeah. what Crush talks like. And have by the way, if when you go to Disneyland next time, yeah, if you've never been to Turtle Talk at California Adventure, you oh. must go. That's like the best thing there. Like the best ripoff? No, no, oh. it's oh. really awesome. <laughs> oh, <it is. laughs> you go okay. in this theater. And, and and the turtle comes on screen and talks to people in the audience and you know, a bad imitation of you. And but you know, crush crush and it's the coolest experience. He like actually it's interactive. Wow. It's an amazing thing. Wow. I think some of the some of the voice actors we work with actually have done Crush's voice at Disney, the oh, California no kidding, Adventure. Really? Yeah, they kind of get their voiceover or their, their gig. Their wings? Or their basic income from doing that. Interesting. Yeah, but I think, yeah. now that I think about it, I think they totally ripped you off. Ripped off your voice. Well, well I, sh I should go down and, and, and ask some questions. I think it, we should investigate. I but if you should. think that Crush is a is a well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Which we know that. But imitating yeah. uh, Michelangelo. Soup. Exactly. Uh, that's so cool. But you, because there was no other character like that on TV, was there? Not back then. Not in 1987, no. It was a little Spicoli-based. little Spicoli. That's exactly what they, they said. They wanted... Uh, From like Fast Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High, High, in case you don't know what we're yep. talking the, about. Yeah, the Sean Penn character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so how did you get that job? Normal well, just, ways? Just, <laughs> Normal ways? Just, yeah, just the way we usually get all our jobs. Just, you know, I got an audition for it. Actually... I first heard about it because I was doing a show called Fraggle Rock 
uh, at the time. I was uh, which we did at Marvel, which also produced Muppet Babies. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I was uh, the voice of Gobo on Fraggle Rock. And what does that sound one... like? I'm making. Oh, 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 Wembley, you're rock dust allergies all in your head. We're going. We're going to go exploring in outer space with my uncle traveling Matt. Can you tell I like totally fangirl? Yeah. Say spoon. Oh, spoon. <laughs> oh, now this is a different character. Altogether. I know. Okay, well, wait. I am the tick spoon. <laughs> I think I just, I might be one of your biggest fans. Yeah, well, don't count your weasels before they pop, dink. <laughs> Well, Kimmy Robertson was on, just to digress Kimmy, a little bit. Kimmy came yes. on, and she worked on the tick she with you. She did. She was yeah, dot. She was talking about that. Oh, yes. I loved working with Kimmy on that show. <laughs> and yeah. she works on Odyssey with us now, too. Woo! Yes. Woo! When worlds collide. And all because of Katie Lee. Katie, you pull strings down there. I actually, I I've been told I, Kimmy's not because of me, even though I thought it was because of me. Oh, really? Yeah. And it wasn't, huh? No, well, oh, well Paul seen... McCusker wrote that part with her in mind. He oh, cool. actually imagined her being the uh, Pennywise. But I, I, I begged them right. not to have her be a bad guy because I loved working with her so much. Right. And he right. says, oh, once we heard her, we decided we'd keep her. But I don't know. I kept saying... Please, please, please put her, you keep her on the show. Connie needs right. a friend. We could be roommates. And Kimmy, I don't know if I ever told you this. Kimmy goes, yeah. She said, I want to be Connie's roommate so I can help her pick out her clothes. <laughs> 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 Which is like a really so random thing. But it's classic Kimmy, isn't it? <laughs> I loved it. So, okay, so, you, you, so back to the turtles. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so... So, uh, so I was doing Fraggle Rock, and the voice director on Fraggle Rock was a guy named Stu Rosen. Yes. And Stu came into one of our recording sessions one day. He says, you guys aren't going to believe what I'm going to be uh, casting and directing next. He opens his briefcase, pulls out a comic book, and it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And none of us had ever heard of it Was before. Rob Paulson on that show, too? Rob was okay. on the show. And, uh, yeah, we all looked at the comic book and sort of shook our heads and said, yeah, well, good luck with that. <laughs> And, yeah. Yeah, but but he brought us in to audition for it, and I read for uh, all four turtles, um, as did Rob and uh, Barry and Cam, and uh, so they cast us. They knew that Rob was going to be uh, Raphael. They knew that Barry was going to be Donatello, but they hadn't decided whether Cam was going to be Michelangelo or Leonardo mm. yet. And same with me. And they were just going to make that final decision at the first session. So we show up to our first recording session and. And uh, Stu says to me, he says, Tony, why don't you do Michelangelo first? Cam, you do Leonardo first. We'll do our first pass that way, and then we'll do another pass. And that happens and a lot, folks. And people ask us about voiceover. You coach voiceover. Uh -huh. You teach yeah. up north and mm -hmm. other places, I'm sure. Uh, you know, and it's really important in animation. And I'm looking at our intern uh, Drew, who wants to do voiceover, to be able to do multiple voices and to be able to change on the spot because you've got four turtles. They want to make them all sound different from each other. They right. can ask you to pitch it up, pitch it down, find right. something different. You don't want to lose your job, so you got to come up with, with a voice that'll keep you there, right? right? It'll hook you, right? So, 
Yeah, so so I did uh, Michelangelo first, Cam did Leonardo first. To enjoy the full episode, please support us at patreon.com slash tell you later. Thanks a lot. Oh my goodness, there's so much more. I guess we'll have to tell you later. <laughs> Tell You Later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later. Say, well, there are words to that tune. Sure enough, our Westie, and they go like this. My horse likes accordion music. That's his kind of stuff. Yes, my horse likes accordion music. He just can't get enough. So if you don't like accordion music, I sympathize with you. But my horse likes accordion music, so I do too. That's the tall smile, yeah. Vanilla. Co-hosts of Welcome to Later. And when we're not doing that... We're watching Tell You Later. Join us, will you? It's our job, you see.